0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Reality Rundown. I am two-time game show loser, J.D. Lape, (laughs) and as always with me sitting across the table is our aspiring game show contestant, Adrian Perez. Adrian, how are you today? Fantastic. Let's do this. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, again for tuning in this week. We're doing another Reality Rundown. This week is The Bachelor, and with us, we have a special guest today. We do not accept any glam shamers on this show, and she certainly is not one of them. Uh, please welcome Chelsea Lozano. Chelsea, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Very good. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Um, Chelsea is here. Uh, she is another one of our trivia. Uh, well, she's a competitor. She doesn't <laughs> play on our trivia team on Monday nights. Again, shout out to Justin at Just Trivia um but she is a big fan of the bachelor she has even tried out for the bachelor we are going to get her perspective on the show and everything that goes into the application process i keep i keep trying out for the bachelor they don't let me do it <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason why we do podcasts and not youtube videos adrian so that might be it
2: yeah i've always been told i have the nice voice for podcasts uh, i'm nice, nice face. face <laughs> radio. Yeah, i've got that radio face <laughs> i found my true calling <laughs> Uh,
0: So I know we're five episodes into The Bachelor as of right now. What we're going to do, we're going to give a brief rundown of the first two, three weeks. We'll just go over all the girls really quick and give our thoughts, quick thoughts on them. And we're going to go into a deeper dive into the last couple of episodes over the last few weeks. For those of you that have never watched The Bachelor before or The Bachelorette, uh, what happens is you have one eligible Bachelor in this season, 29 eligible bachelorettes vying for his love. Uh, this season, we have Ari, who was on about five years ago. I He was on Emily's, Emily's season. season. Emily season, yes. Um, he was known as the Kissing Bandit then, and he has lived up to his moniker this season. But ultimately, week by week, the number of eligible bachelorettes gets dwindled down until finally Ari chooses the one woman he believes uh, should be his wife. And then as I mentioned earlier, they also have a bachelorette during the season where the roles are reversed, where it's one woman and usually 25 to 30 guys uh, competing for her affection. Adrian and Chelsea, did I miss anything in terms of
2: a general description of The Bachelor?
1: Nope, that's pretty
2: much it. Um, <laughs> pretty spot on. Pretty um, spot on. Um, usually they do take the contestants who are going to be the Bachelor or Bachelorette from, previous, from season. previous season or season before. Usually it's a fan favorite. Someone the production um, likes or wants to highlight and thinks would make a good, uh, um, I guess, face for that season. But it's it's more than usual. And I think now it only is someone who's been on one of the previous seasons of either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette.
0: Uh, Chelsea, has have we ever had someone take as long a break as Ari has. I I don't believe we've had... He was on five years ago, We have not five years
1: ago. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the longest that I've seen. I'm waiting for them to just pick a random person like they used to do, but now it's just from, like, previous seasons. But, yeah, his was five years ago, and I haven't seen something like that before.
0: Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, obviously, for ratings and stuff, they got to choose people that people have emotionally invested in before. But people
1: forgot about him, so it's Uh, like... Time has passed.
0: <laughs> There's a lot more gray in his hair.
1: Right?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, we do want to make that point. Ari is 35 years old. Um, He's older for someone who's been on The Bachelor before. Bachelor's usually in the mid to late 20s, um, and Ari is 35 years of age, and the gray is very uh, uh, It's prolific. out to play. Yeah, it's, it's definitely there in his <laughs> hair. So. And we quest, I, I, at least I question whether it's highlighted or not to be more gray so often, but uh, we'll discuss some of those things a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's just jump in, Adrian. Um, You have a list of all of our eligible bachelorettes that Ari gets to choose from.
2: I do. So we had 29 beautiful contestants, as uh, Ari pointed out about every other one. (laughs) Man, she's beautiful. Wow, she's so pretty. It's like you've got like 18 more girls left, bro. Like Like, They're going to keep coming. Just cool your jets.
1: We're off to a good start. Yeah,
2: exactly. So um, we'll go by the list kind of they gave us here off of Wikipedia, Rebecca or Becca K. uh, That one's spelled B-E-C-C-A. Twenty-seven years old. She's a publicist from Prior Lake, Minnesota. Then we have Rebecca Martinez, Becca M. With the Becca being spelled (laughs) B-E-K-A-H. Twenty-two years old. The youngest contestant on this season's Bachelor, with obviously the largest age gap. From Fresno, California, and she's a nanny, and she had a great introduction.
1: Nannying herself,
2: or... <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe she's a, she takes care of herself at 22. I mean, that's full-time nanny, that's tough. Um, um, but she came in um, in a really nice, polished-off, uh, older muscle car, um, and I think she even made the quotes, I'm young, but I can appreciate... The classics. the classics.
1: The
2: classics, yeah. Right. So, uh, that was interesting. Chelsea Roy. Not our Chelsea that's with no, us. No, yeah, yeah. Thank God it wasn't me. <laughs> Chelsea is spelled S-E-A. Uh, from South Portland, Maine. She's a real estate executive assistant. And mother. a mom, which yeah. she
1: makes very clear. it's <laughs>
2: yes, very clear. Uh, and in one of these episodes, we'll get into the depth of that conversation she has. Uh, Jacqueline Trumbull age 26, from Morgantown, West Virginia. Shout out to my friends out there in Morgantown. Uh, She's a research coordinator. Jenna Cooper, 28, from Upland, Indiana, a social media manager. Kendall Long from Santa Clarita, California, who's a creative director.
0: A.K.A. taxidermy collector.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she's the taxidermy girl. Um, Crystal Nielsen from Missoula, Montana, is a fitness coach.
1: AKA Hey,
2: it's me. <laughs> I will
0: say during her introduction, when she got out of the car, I made a note, the music got really slow and romantic and dramatic.
1: She had special music.
0: She did. All the rest had like the regular mm-hmm. soft background music, but they made a point, they they did a crescendo into like and then back into the slower, different or more romantic music. So I thought from the very yeah. beginning this was someone to watch out for. Yes.
2: Lauren Burnham, or Lauren B., one of the uh, 47 Laurens that are on this episode, um, from Virginia Beach, Virginia. She's a technology salesperson. Uh, Sayin Fleming, from Long Beach, California, right here, uh, SoCal, commercial real estate manager. Tia Booth, from Wiener, Arkansas, uh, a physical therapist in Wiener. Um,
0: T is also a friend of a former Bachelor from one of the Bachelor seasons,
2: correct? Yes, Raven.
0: Raven from, from next
2: season, Nick season. Um, which it's amazing. The huge city of Wiener, Arkansas, can give us two contestants on the Bachelor. <laughs> the pool of that city must be just amazing. i got to make a vacation trip there. One of these days. Um, Ashley Luke, I guess how it's pronounced, Um We'll call her Ashley L. She's from West Palm Beach, Florida, a real estate agent. And I want to make a point, too. I, don't, I think unless they don't give you that final initial in your name, um, you're probably not cool, I think, in Bachelor or Bachelorette talk because you've got to have that last initial. Yes. Um, Mikkel Cooper from American Fork, Utah. She's a photographer. And then we've got Marik Mathias from Salt Lake City, Utah. Her and her mother own a restaurant, and they have their own restaurant. Brittany Taylor from Belton, South Carolina, is a tech recruiter. Caroline Lenny's from Hollison, Massachusetts. She's a realtor. Viviana Julian from (laughs) Miami, Florida, the executive assistant. Uh, Annalise Puccini from San Mateo, California, an event designer. Lauren S., and we're going to start getting into Lauren's a little more here, (laughs) from Dallas, Texas. She's a social media manager.
1: Another one of those?
2: Yeah, that seems to be uh, pretty prolific. Social um, media
1: manager or real estate agent, like.
0: And, yeah. and for those of you that don't know, our bachelor Ari is a semi-retired IndyCar car driver who is now a realtor, but still also, does yeah. racing on this on the weekends. Apparently, yeah. is the way that he kind of explained it. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why okay, we have sure. fourteen realtors and very few. Uh,
2: yeah, they're going to be like a. Re- uh, uh, I guess uh, this uh, real estate power couple is just going to take <laughs> over like the city next to Wiener, Arkansas. <laughs> and buy up all the real estate. Um, so after that, we've got Jennifer or Jenny from Northbrook, Illinois, who is a graphic designer. Lauren G from Indianapolis, Indiana, an executive recruiter. Valerie Biles from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, who's a server. Allie Harrington from Lawton, Oklahoma, personal stylist. Amber Wilkinson from Denver, Colorado, business owner. Brianna, or Bree, Amranthis from Grand Pass, Oregon. She's a sports reporter. Uh, Brittain Johnson from San Diego, California, is another marketing manager. Jessica Carroll, the uh, only international one from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, who's a television host up there, is Jessica Carroll. Lauren J from New Rose, Louisiana, recent master's graduate. Nisha Doris from Anderson, South Carolina, and Olivia Gothias from Genoso, Illinois. Olivia and Mikkel are also 23 years old. So, again, well, kind of a didn't big... didn't really uh, make it
1: a big deal for them to be 23, but it was such a big deal for Becca being 22.
2: Right. So, And I think
1: Corinne, was she not... Well, she—I know the age difference wasn't as big, but was Corinne twenty-three too? Last I think Corinne was in the same season?
2: same yeah, area. Like but I, I mean, know she was younger. but I think Nick was only twenty-nine. I think yeah. he was—he was younger. Yeah. So again, this was a you know a thirteen-year age experience. And, and we can jump right into that right off the bat. You know, this season they make a kind of. A, a big deal and definitely a very dramatic turn when they talk about Becca's age because she didn't really reveal her age in the beginning. And some of the girls had noticed she might be a little younger and kind of went over how she's 13 or 14. They guess mm-hmm. some said 14, 15 years if I thought this girl was 20. Um, however, yeah, there's two girls on there who, as we talk about, we'll see where they go in this competition, but a year difference, you know, I, I think we can go into maybe Becca's personality was a little bigger. Yes. So she stood so out more. more
1: mature. Yeah.
2: Uh, But they made hers a bigger deal, I think, because of that. She stood out a little more.
1: She was a little more boisterous. Their reveal on that, like, it made it seem like it was going to be like, oh, she's only 18. But I know you have to be at least 21 to audition for the show. But, like, I felt like in previews they were like, oh, do you even know how old I am? Like, uh, are you legal? Like, (laughs) what is this big surprise going to be? And then it was just like, oh, she's 22. Which I know, like, that's a big, like, age gap for them, but it... It wasn't as like dramatic as her being like eighteen would have been, you know.
2: Oh, I was like, I'm fifty one. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Oh my god, she looks really good why, for fifty one now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of that, let's go into this, Chelsea. Okay. What 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 is the process of applying for the bathroom?
1: So there's a couple different things that you can do. Um, Their biggest one, I think, is to make, like, an audition tape. But I was like, no, I I want them to see me, like, in person. Like, I'm just going to go to a casting call. So I went – well, I filled out – there's, like, a five-page, like, application that I filled out beforehand. And then they have these open casting calls that, like, they have them at Morongo or mine was in Costa Mesa at a hotel. So – and it's from, like, 11 in the morning till whenever they wrap it up. And my paperwork was already filled out. So you get there and you check in and like the, right off the bat, bat, they're like, are you chewing gum? I'm like, um, no. Like, I, I, was, I think
2: like, you swallowed your gum. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, I didn't even okay, have okay, gum, good, but okay. I was like,
1: um, no. <laughs> so I, I, turned in, I turned in my application and they asked you um, just like basic questions. Like, why haven't your past relation?" Not, I guess that's not a basic question, but why haven't your past relationships worked out? Um, what's your favorite drink? Like, what do you like to do for fun? (laughs) Like, they want to know, like, what, what you like to do, you know? Um, so you turn that in and then, like, there's tables everywhere. Like, it's a huge, like, um, like a banquet, banquet room, basically.
2: So, real quick, about how many girls are there applying at the same time you were there?
1: Oh, hundreds. But thank God I got there early, like, because I got in and out within 30 minutes and I have read up on these things and they were, like, we, we were there for, like three, four hours, like maybe even more. So, be and my paperwork was already filled out before I went and people that are just going to these casting calls, um, they hand them the same application that I already have. So they're like sitting there taking their time, filling out.
2: And they so can't if, get in that line until that's done. So they would correct. take them longer to fill this five page application. Yes.
1: Out. Wow. And they're like in depth, like questions too. Like, um, uh, like I said, past relationships. Um, what are you doing here? Like what are five, like, um, characteristics, like, or whatever, like stuff like that. Like describe yourself in five words or some weird pageant shit. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, so, so definitely I- definitely not multiple I,
2: choice questions. Right. Okay. No,
1: I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I turned my application in and, um, right away they go, you go and you take your picture. So I was like all dressed up. Like I kind of dress like cocktail party-ish, um, And so they take, like, an up-close picture of you, a full-body shot, and then, like, they make you do the -the hand-on-the-hip pose. And then from there, um, you do on-camera interviews. So it's, like, go, go, go. So I did, like, a seven-minute on-camera interview. And you, like, um, you say what your name is, where you're from, what you do for work. And then they ask you. Basically, they take a couple questions off your application and then see how you are, like, on camera. So... You, they like lock you in the soul room. You're there for seven minutes, like wham bam, thank you, ma'am. And then that was it. And then I never heard from them, so they hated me.
0: <laughs> no. And how long ago was this? Did you say
1: I did this um, two summers ago? Oh, and man. I auditioned before I knew who The Bachelor was, and I didn't know I was um, auditioning for next season. So I'm very grateful that they did not.
2: Hate me. <laughs> <laughs> okay next season yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: i am so glad
2: Thanks. i think you definitely would have stood out in next season um but yeah so i mean that, anybody listening out there that's that's the process that's what you got to go through that's what it entails um so get ready get your questions and answers ready um and also if you want some more feedback on us uh, or, or from us uh whether it's want more questions from either chelsea or myself or jd on this don't forget uh we are on twitter um so you can uh, send us on Facebook or Instagram, uh, but go ahead and get get all of us on Twitter um, with the hashtag Twigs. And uh, JD, what's the handle again?
0: Uh, the Twitter handle is this week game shows. T H I S W K game shows. Thank Twitter for putting a limit on how many characters your handle can be. So that's why we had to abbreviate it a bit. But it is this W K game shows. Uh, again, use the hashtag twigs, or uh, you can hit me up on my personal Twitter at James Dallas Lape, James Dallas, L-A-P-E, and we will take and answer all of your questions for The Bachelor here on the Reality Rundown, uh, or any other game shows or reality
2: shows that you want us to cover. All right, so let's jump into this. So season um, 22 overall um, in The Bachelor series. Um Week one is very, you know, again, they introduce the women. They each have about a good 10-second interaction with uh, Ari. Um, and they either give these little quips or a little, you know, some some give him gifts, I guess you can call uh, um, someone. The someone <laughs> of, of course, from Wiener uh, <laughs> gave him a little toy penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the point here is to either stand out um, or give him something that he's going to definitely remember, keep with him, or a keepsake. Um and then, but that's pretty much what episode one is.
0: And then to go off of uh, the little tiny wiener that <laughs> Tia gave him from her uh, city of wiener, uh, Amber from Denver, Colorado, who owns her own spray tan company, uh, let Ari know that in her lifetime and through her work, she has seen a lot of dicks. Yes. And she hopes that he's not one of them. So you could take that
2: both literally and figuratively. Um Yeah, there's a lot of interesting uh, (laughs) initial first first impressions. impressions. Um, Needless to say, I think personally, Ari couldn't care less. He probably heard nothing they said and was just literally just staring them up and down and watching them walk (laughs) away and very pleased and giving like a cheesy, kind of creepy smile as he walked away. Uh,
0: Although it doesn't surprise me that we lost Allie on night one, who did ask him to smell her armpits when she got out of the car. I mean,.
1: He should have just said, I'll walk you out. <laughs> just, you know what? Go ahead and go back in the limo.
2: Yeah, he definitely should have had. Maybe just do a loop. Yeah. Just come right back. Just go right right in this door, and it's like the back door of the cartoons where there's nothing underneath them, and they're outside. Next.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so episode one is basically two hours of introductions, and it's all filmed over in one night. It's the very first night. It's the giant cocktail party, and then at about 630 in the morning when the sun is rising, they do the first row ceremony, and that first night is so important because you have to steal away Ari from other women. You have to make sure you get your time and talk to them and make sure that your first impression uh, sticks with them, and that it's a good first impression. Um, he ended up eliminating eight women that night, um, which... It's about average, I would say, right? I mean, i I know that some seasons they've cut it, you know, in half right off the right. bat. Some has only been like five. Like how how did you feel about night one eliminating well how'd you feel about having twenty nine people or women to first of all, and then eliminating eight that first night, Chelsea?
1: I feel like that was pretty um like it was a big it was a big like cut for sure. But I don't know if you remember Sean's season, he had the most girls I think of bachelor history Mm -hmm. um i wanted to say there was like 35 that night but i don't remember his initial cut but i think this was like a pretty big a pretty big one but um i know adrian you were saying this earlier that you felt like they took a lot more women on the road like earlier on so that's that's very interesting
2: yeah we'll get into that too but yeah we definitely have some some thoughts on on production this season and where it's gone as most of women in cuts and when they're making cuts and when they're leaving the house and when on the road. Um, but night one, yeah, for 29 women to try and compete to get his attention and maybe, maybe six hours from when they start. I, I can imagine with production and what they have to go to the cocktail hour, it's tough once all women are in the house. Um, eight go home, leaving 21 left.
0: Um, oh, sorry, Chelsea. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, Chelsea in the show – uh, was the f- was the person to receive the first impression rose in the middle of the co- of the cocktail party? Um, Chelsea, you're not very pleased with your namesake. No, uh, I'm not <laughs> uh, contestant on the show. Uh, but she was the person to go in for seconds. Yes. Uh, even before I believe everyone even had a first go around with Ari that night, she took him off to the side and got a second conversation with
1: him. I feel like her first conversation was so like interesting, and as he's he said through um, multiple episodes, like, you were so mysterious. You were so mysterious. Well, it worked for her because it kept him, you know, wanting to go back for more. And, I mean, as much as, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Chelsea, like, she's doing what she's got to do to stick around, so.
2: Yeah, so the first, like, um, she's the first one to kiss him, too, right?
1: Um, No, he kissed – (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't want to say – I think her name was Brittany, the one that did the, oh, the, race, the race car, car thing.
2: thing. Yes, yes, Brittany. Brittany, yes. Brittany. T. Brittany yes. T I I apologize. But Chelsea got two moments that night to speak with him. Know, obviously, she got the first impression, Rose. Which is huge. Um, which is huge because that sets the tone that's very intimidating when all 29 women are still in the house and Puts you've the made target. the first impression. Now it knows you're definitely not getting it. Um and now, again, yeah, now it's like, okay, this is this is the chick that we've got to go after. Um, and now you're sitting there wondering, oh, my God, I could go home now. I'm not safe. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. When she did that for her, to get her second conversation, she had to interrupt Crystal during her first conversation. And I was like, wow, oh, Chelsea, Chelsea has some cojones on yes, her. She like she does. Like, good for her, but then it's like, well... She's setting herself up to be the villain of this season, and while mm-hmm. that may still kind of be true, uh, we learn in weeks later that yes. another villain pops up. Spo- <laughs> so,
2: spoiler, 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 spoiler alert if you haven't been caught up on the Bat or you're not caught up yet. Um, we are all the way through episode five, um, being air- just aired last night. So, you know, if you're not cut up, we'll let you know what season we're going to next. Uh, we're going to announce right now who got. Um, eliminated on night one, but if you're not cut up, we're just letting you know there are spoiler alerts here. We're not going to go in past week five. We're not going to go into um, the winter games uh, that's coming up for The Bachelor, but we're not going to dive in any farther than week five. Um, but if you're not caught up, spoiler alert, okay? Right now. <laughs> spoiler
0: eliminated week one. we got Brittany J, Bree, Nisha, Olivia, Lauren J, Allie, Amber, and our resident Canadian Jessica. <laughs> yeah,
2: so eight go home. Um, and I was kidding in the beginning when I said there were uh, how many Laurens, but there were four Laurens. Four Laurens, two Britneys, and two Beckas. Sorry, Adrian. Right.
0: I made a note of so that the, myself. The
2: Laurens uh, were pretty prevalent here. Uh, one Lauren goes home, one Britney goes home, both Beckas still in play.
0: I, I did love the fact that they put all four Laurens, and they split them up into about three different levels, yeah. and they put all four Laurens in one limo and had them come out one right after the other and and after they meet Ari outside the house, they walk in and then they all introduce, all the girls introduce themselves to each other. And it was just one after another. Lauren, hi, I'm Lauren. Oh, hey, I'm Lauren. Yeah. I'm Lauren. Oh, my goodness.
1: It's almost like the first night has to have something like that, like all the Laurens. Like last season, they had, I don't remember how many, but it was the red dress. Like every, there was like, I want to say at least 10 like red dresses. Oh, another red dress. And that's, it, it creates like, you know, the animosity, like, already. Like, oh, another Lauren, another red dress. A Lauren in a red dress? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they,
2: they, I mean, we gotta find something to be catty about yeah. and something to, like, focus yeah. on. Especially when you're not a Lauren or you're not in a red dress, you gotta point it out right away. <laughs> like, you gotta say, hey, look, look at that. That's something that's not me, so let's look at that and let's let's talk about that for right now.
1: So. And I think at first they were pretty upset about Mikel showing up in the car, the because Mikel showed up in the Indy d- car, indie car, and then Becca was in the cool muscle car, and I know everybody was just upset about about those two entrances. Like yeah. step your game up, you know it's night one, you yeah. know.
2: And we also commented those are the two youngest girls in the house that came yes. in the car, um, yeah. so we're, uh, I love the indie car thing because more more personal it was him uh, and know, she was looked seeing.
1: smoking coming out of it right. too it with the hair, okay I see you. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was great.
0: <laughs>
1: like you definitely can't forget, can't forget that.
2: That was fantastic. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into week two. So go ahead, JD. Well,
0: so now the first impression rose obviously is very important, and it could put a target on your back, but so could receiving the first one-on-one date. Now, for those of you that don't know, as we go through uh, the weeks, one or two women get to have a one-on-one date with a bachelor picked by him, and most of the other girls get to go on a group date with a couple being left behind Uh, Especially in the early on, where there's so many girls. Some of them do get left behind, which makes uh, it more difficult for them to get obviously get their time with Ari and to develop a connection or relationship. But that's just the name of the game. So in this case, Becca K got the very first one-on-one date at the beginning of episode two. And she got pampered the entire day. She got this brand new wardrobe collection from Rachel Zoe. the the heels like you were saying she yeah, got the a louboutins. motorcycle
1: i would have left right after the shopping spree like okay thank you so much bye
2: right i feel <laughs> like she's like gonna
1: keep it all yeah. well thank you yeah that's the, all yeah. i need the next of
2: earrings, yeah you won You yeah. you won yep. came in week one you're the winner you can send me home I'm yeah good. the
1: louboutins i would have been like all right see ya <laughs>
2: i'm
1: done here
0: now while becca got spoiled Ari had another one-on-one date in episode two, and he took Crystal to his hometown of Scottsdale, Arizona, which, if you don't watch The Bachelor, is something that doesn't happen until the very end with the final three or four. Uh, uh, You guys have watched The Bachelor more than I have, admittedly. What were your guys' thoughts about going to his hometown, meeting his parents on their first one-on-one date?
1: Um, I have seen this before. Juan Pablo did it with who he ended up picking, which was... um, Oh my gosh! Yeah, what was her, her name? name? Blonde girl. Doesn't matter. Didn't last. Doesn't yeah, matter. He's okay. Anyway, <laughs> but he, he took her, and she yeah, met it's the okay. daughter. It's okay. She met the daughter, um, and everything. So, I mean, I think it's a little weird. Like, obviously, the, I, like I, I, I believe this is all production. They set this up to, and because they, I, they had to have known that Crystal was going to be like the villain. So they're like, okay, let's take her to the hometown, you know? Because I don't know if he really does have the say in who goes on the dates. I'm not sure. I didn't yeah. get far enough to know. I mean, we that, can talk
2: about that too. And I've, I've always made that a point. I think it's definitely more production as far as him. I think, um, and again, let us know what you think in your comments are if you've heard different. Um, I think it's definitely it a mix of both. I think it's definitely the producers, whether it's give and take, whether it's, hey, look, if it's a two on one, you pick one, we're picking one, yeah. or we're picking them for you. But that's what Jeff producers on the show for. The production yeah. value here is who gets to go on those dates. Where it's they're going, make their TV. and again, they've got to book this stuff. So it's not uh, not to not give not to not to discredit the Bachelor here, but the dates and stuff they're going on is depending on budget, it's depending on scheduling, it's depending on production. So he might not even know, like, okay, cool, we're going to Scottsdale, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, this is happening, true, you know. So, but however, yeah, it, it, it happened really early on. Um, the good thing is, it was from somewhere too far. Early. The, the plane so trip personal. to Scottsdale, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little different. Luckily, I think, or maybe unluckily for him. Um, it's close. It's a quick little plane drop over, you know, a couple hours. So, um, But it was definitely early on. It definitely took me by surprise. It's like, wait, what's happening? They're going to business.
1: Like, we're going to just, you know what? We're just going to go to the altar now. <laughs> like, we've already met the parents. You've seen my house. Let's go. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, as for the rest of the women, if you get chosen for the one-on-one date, you are not eligible for the group date. And in that case... Every other woman in the house except for Jacqueline, Ashley, and Lauren S. got to go on this group date, which turned out to be a demolition derby. Now, I mean, it's pretty awesome myself. Like, I would have fun doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have one contestant who did have a bit She's of...
1: She's a little upset.
0: She had a bump, a traumatic bumper car experience <laughs> as a child. Um, Among other (laughs) things. As we learn in weeks later, yes. Um, Annalise was having a hard time uh, with the Demolition Derby. Um, Chelsea, Adrian, seeing season after season, what do you make of contestants who get emotional like this over seemingly... Little things like I have to do a demolition derby, like how. And obviously, this probably goes back to production and what you were saying, Chelsea. Because I'm sure in that, at least in that initial interview, if not later, they had to to ask what your biggest fears are. Yes, that
1: that was part of the interview um process. So yeah, it's going to be. So they know they want to fish these things out because they want things. Because honestly, if we just set up like 25 girls with a dude, like. It would be interesting, but if they find out, like, what makes these people tick, like, it makes for a better show.
2: And not just to put it on production. It makes for a better show. But as you're dating people, you want to kind of see them come out of their comfort zone. Yeah. You want to kind of do things. Um, uh, man, I don't want to out myself, but I've done certain things before on first couple dates. I want to see a girl show you with her hands. You want to see I want to. I want to see if a girl will eat with her hands. Oh, I... I want to go either to a burger place or a pizza place or a place where, like, you've got to eat with your hands here. Yeah. And I want to see what she does. If you are going there, out
1: for ribs, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all you can when eat you rib shag, I'll
2: down. put the bib on you just yeah. slam down the ribs. Um, but, I mean, it's important to me. I mean, I'm yeah. a food person. I'm a chef. So, I, I want people to be... There are certain things that you naturally will create dishes to where they're meant to eat with your hands. And it's part of the experience. So, I mean... You want to see people come out of their comfort zone. I'm not going to go and, you know, someone who's scared of clowns, go put them in like a ball pit somewhere with a bunch of clowns Oh, my around. goodness. But I want people to get out of their comfort zone because that's how people are yeah. at their true nature, and you, you get to see it when they're uncomfortable.
1: Right. No, that, that's true. And you want to see how they'll handle situations and if they'll adapt, like, for whoever they're dating. And... But sometimes, don't you feel like they're kind of throwing these fits on purpose, so, like, so that, well, you attention. know, our, for attention?
2: Yeah. We, we go back to Corinne. You know, yes. In that season where they went on the farm and did a bunch of stuff. Oh
1: my, yes. And
2: she got the attention. She went off and pouted and said, I'm yep. not doing this. And all of a sudden,
1: yep.
2: here goes Nick. And uh, they figure it out and everyone gets pissed off. But they do it, again, to get the attention. It's it's almost a mentality where I've got to single myself out somehow. Yep. And if I don't like doing this, I'm going to let them know I don't like this.
0: Yep. Well, there was one person who really liked doing the Demolition Derby. And that was Brittany T. She was taking out she competitors left up. and right. Uh, to the point where she got injured and had to miss the after party that night. Yes. um, Which led to Cien ultimately winning the Demolition Derby. And at each group uh, date, there's also a rose that The Bachelor uh, has the option of giving out to one of the ladies. And in this case, he did give it to Cien, who won the Demolition Derby. Any thoughts on that? Anything stand out about the demolition derby? Anything else, guys? No,
1: yeah, I mean it was cool, but nothing that besides Annalise's like meltdown, which I feel bad because I feel like I liked her, and then I was like, oh my gosh, these like I feel like she was almost laughing at herself, kind of yeah. for what she was going through.
0: Yeah, I mean, and we found and we find out in the next episode too. Um, she also had a very traumatic. Dog experience oh, as a yes. child, uh, which she'll have to face in the next episode. Yeah. Crystal is starting to ostracize herself from the group uh, in at the cocktail party, in which uh, Bibiana calls her out for. Uh, so we got a little bit of fire there with Bibiana.
2: I uh,
1: liked her. I liked her a lot.
2: I like Bibiana. She's uh, she was I cute. See. She's yeah. She yeah. had that kind of little flair to her, where it wasn't like over the top or. It was, like, completely rude, but I, I liked her a lot.
1: Yeah, I did, too. She was good. Good TV.
0: Uh, she did get saved in that second rose ceremony, did Bibiana, and I will yeah. tell you that the people that got eliminated, since that's a much shorter list, were Valerie, Lauren G., and Jenny. We hardly Slowly knew. Slowly
1: eliminating again.
0: the Lauren. <laughs> yeah, t- away at the Lauren. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, so at this point now, it's now we're down to two Laurens, one Brittany, and two Beckas. So. Uh, episode three, we saw a group date featuring Mikel, Jacqueline, Lauren B., Tia, Marik, Becca M., Bibiana, and Crystal. Uh, the date card said it's all about the ring. And it turns out they all had to go and become wrestlers. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, def- definitely my favorite episode of the season so far being a wrestling fan. This was going to get interesting. I thought, man, this putting women competitively in a ring and allowing physicality. I thought roller derby was great. I saw this and I'm like, he just wants these women to literally kill each other. Yes. <laughs> he just wants to let them eliminate themselves, which is a brilliant idea. And l- make his job a lot easier. <laughs> just have a last man standing or last woman standing. Um... Finale would have been great, so I was really excited to see this one.
0: I seen Chris Harrison in the middle of it; he was the ring announcer mm-hmm. uh, for each bout, uh, and we'll see in episodes after that where he'll be at the group dates and he'll be some type of announcer or he'll right. be commentating. Is that normal? Yes, Has he's that-
1: usually pretty involved, like when it's like competition or like announcery type stuff. Gotcha. But other than that, um, if you haven't noticed, like. The women are surprised to see him if it isn't like a rose ceremony, mm. you know. But when they it know is, something's
2: up, like somebody's like, yes. "Where's Chris here?" Like, what? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. When they're expecting to see like the bachelor instead, and he comes out, like when he announced, "We're not having a cocktail, cocktail party." party yeah. That's why he's why, why. It's he's usually there.
2: a twist or it's usually yeah. something like that. Or like, hey, by the we way, this is changing. Or so, or, yeah. Can I, especially if he calls someone out. Can I see someone and he's your name? Yeah. Everyone freaks out. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, oh, my God, this is not good.
1: But, yeah, he's usually pretty involved because, um, I mean, people love Chris Harrison, too, so they want to see a lot more of him as well. I'm still waiting for his season of The Bachelor to come
2: out. <laughs> he had his chance. He had I his have? chance a couple years ago.
1: Should have done it. I mean, hey, with the, with the age that we have uh, – Oh, yeah. I mean, Chris Harrison could easily have done it.
2: They should totally do a celebrity bachelor with Chris Harrison. Just have a bunch of celebrity females do it and jump in. Yes. It'd be awesome. Or males. Not to discriminate. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out to whatever your choice is out there. Uh, for, the, for the
0: wrestling group date, we had Bibiana and Tia almost walking out. They needed to take a break because I thought the that the two former professional glow wrestlers that they brought out to train all these girls... I thought they were kind of harsh, They were uh, really rough especially with Bibiana making fun of her name and yeah. making fun of her mom for naming her right. Bibiana as opposed to the more uh, Vivian. common Viviana. Yeah.
2: That, right? I'll, I'll touch but, on that a little bit. GLOW, which stands for Glorious Ladies of Wrestling, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, it's, it's different. So you have to understand, these are tough women who are wrestling where it's tons of physicality and it's tons of daily physical abuse. Part of that is mental game. Part of that is trying to break them down. I don't think they were trying to be, like, bully um, Yeah, they kind of, I mean, maybe made it a little too personal, but... I think part of it was to toughen them up and to rough them up and kind of see them at their breaking point again. You want people to come out of their comfort zone and kind of be irritated because it creates good TV. But again, you want to see them in their vulnerability. But I think that was part of it. I think part of it was just let's break these chicks down. Yeah, they probably also know we can't really hurt them as much as we want to. We can't really do what they normally do with trainees, which I have friends or seen people who do wrestling training and train in like you know Orlando. Um, it's physical, and they get beat up, and they probably know we can't do that. So. In hindsight, we're going to give them a little more of uh, some verbal abuse and take jabs at him and see how the girls react. Um, yeah, they, they, they took a little personal shots with her and her name. Um, was it a little too much? Maybe. However, I do think, you know, you're on this show. You got to be competitive. Some of these girls are going to yeah. be just as nasty. I think it would have shown a lot more had she stood up and just said, hey, look, I'm not taking this. I don't care what they say about me. Because, again, it's going to show your dark side, too. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like when they go low, you go high. But um, she, she definitely wasn't having any of that.
1: Did you feel like the Tia hair grab was necessary? I thought that was a little aggressive.
2: That was a little aggressive. I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> but again, I think that's, they see that opportunity again. These girls are going to be just as nasty. So she saw an opportunity and was like, she well, it. I'm going to take it.
1: And part of it might be like they were trying, you know, to piss them off so that they do well in the ring. And then we had the the sensual with Marique. And uh, I'm sorry, who was Marique's partner?
0: Lauren B. Yes,
1: that was very <laughs> yeah. interesting.
0: Yes, I did make a point. Marique versus Lauren B. Bullet point softcore porn.
1: Yes. Yeah. It I, was So very, I,
0: I didn't know their what their I was watching, was but I
2: enjoyed this still The Bachelor? I don't, I don't know what this is. But is anybody watching me? I feel uncomfortable watching yeah. them. I Don't right? look at me. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm still watching, but I'll make sure. Yeah. It's a little, a little awkward. But uh, again, made for great TV. I
1: was hoping my mom wasn't going to walk in. Right? I was doing something weird. Yeah, so. It's just The Bachelor, I swear. Yeah.
0: Moving on to the uh, one-on-one, uh, that episode. That was with Lauren S. <laughs> they flew up to Napa in their private jet. Uh, Had a day at a winery, had a nice dinner. Uh, Things did not go so well for Lauren as, self-admittedly as well. Uh, she, She said that she was uncomfortable the whole day and she had no idea why. She was all over the place. Usually she's very focused and knows what she wants. It really came out, I felt like at dinner, especially when Ari was like, you know, in my age, I'm just going to sleep earlier and earlier, and it's al- it was almost like an SNL skit where she was just laughing. It was like, me too! And then Ari says, I- I'm wearing more and more cardigans. Oh my god, me too! <laughs> and I felt bad for her because she was in confessionals, I am blowing this. This is not me. And you just turn back and you're like, wow, this is kind of cringeworthy, you know? Like- yeah.
1: I mean, it's just gotta be nerve-wracking. This is so not how you normally date someone, but I guess they know that, like, going on the show, you know, it's not just... You talking with who you're on a date with, you have all these cameras and producers and whatnot going on. So, I mean, it, I'm sure it just makes you not yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, going on dates, especially, it's awkward. There's yeah. stages of awkwardness. And you know, it's yeah. a moment before I'm like, God, what the hell did I say? What You know, but again, added <laughs> dramatical effect, cameras yeah. and producers. And uh, let's take that back. Let's run that again. Can you ask me that Thank same question again? And it's like, now they're almost asking you to be fake. And again, exactly. you know it. And you know when you're not being genuine. and. People try to be on their best behavior when you're on a date anyway, especially in the first couple ones, you know, because you're trying to impress the person and not yeah. make a fool out of yourself. Mm-hmm. And now you've got it in front of cameras. The stakes are higher and you're on TV and you chance to win The Bachelor. And, and it's funny because I did like her a lot. And I fell for her and I was like, man, that's that's tough. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it ended up being not so great for her at the end of that date.
0: Right. So at the end of the one-on-one date, there is a rose. Uh, if you receive the rose, you are safe for the rest of the episode. If not, you go home right then and there. Yeah. Um, which is what happened to Lauren S. She did not receive the rose. She totally understood.
1: It's just sad because like that's more of like a real person when they're nervous like that right. because that's how dates, like you said, dates are nerve wracking and they're yeah. embarrassing and you don't know what to do or talk about like the first couple yeah. of days because you're trying to cover so much ground, you yeah. know, not but it's more control. real when they are nervous.
2: Right. And I think at that point was the realest moment of the season. Because like you said, it's it's understanding. It's understanding that, hey, I'm not just going to be something fake or not go through this knowing that either the connection's not there or I'm not into you yeah. or I don't know, you know. You audition not knowing who The Bachelor was. Exactly. And, you know, had it gone on there, I'm sure a lot of these women do and they get on they realize this is The Bachelor. And not to say they're not great people as it is or a good catch, but you just don't click with certain people. And certain people aren't for you. And when you get to a point in, in, in this show and you realize that, I saw the realness in that. And I saw her struggling and I saw again when she's talking to – you know, her confessional, and I'm like, her going home was the most real yeah of this episode, or this whole season has been so far. Yeah. Because it was real. He wasn't keeping her around just to have her stick around because she was pretty, and right. she wasn't sticking around just because she wanted to win this competition. Yeah. It didn't work, and at that point, I think they both were clear and understood it, and she went home.
1: And I can respect that. Like, send, Absolutely. Send him home Absolutely. when you know like, that it's done.
0: Right, right. And that's also what happened at the cocktail party that night. Uh, we're going to go back to Annalise now. Yes. Uh, we mentioned how... She had a traumatic bumper car experience in the previous episode. <laughs> this episode, she went on a group date in which uh, they worked with dogs and they had to perform in some kind We're of dog show. <laughs> <laughs> None, <laughs> None of the dogs behaved for any them. of the girls, so it was yeah worst dogs ever. I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, hilarity ensued. Dogs? It was we had Chris Harrison and Fred Willard on the mic. If any of you millennials don't know who Fred Willard is, just go ahead and Google it um <laughs> i'm like I don't, I don't know who that is <laughs> googling currently
1: thank
2: you <laughs> he's really old uh he was the dad in uh, american pie oh i'm sorry no american he was no, he was him. in um wrong oh, no him. oh here oh, he is yeah, I know yeah, no he is. was when i say american <laughs> pie, not even close he was um some, i mean tons of anger man um Oh, Best in Show. My God, what a great movie. Yeah,
0: he played Ron Ron Burgundy's boss.
2: Ron Burgundy's boss. Oh, yeah,
1: he was, uh, what's-his-face's partner?
0: Yes, he and Martin Mull, another name for you millennials to go Google. uh, They played uh, life partners in the show Roseanne back in the 80s and 90s. That's great. Anyway, back to The Bachelor, though. (laughs) (laughs) But going to your point, Ari is being very decisive this season in terms of when he needs to let these women go. And Annalise was one of the last, if not the last person to get a kiss from him, um, at, at least at this stage in the show. And so during the cocktail party, she stole him away and basically asked him straight up, am I going to get a kiss? Uh, and he said, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So a awkward. When, when your at, nickname is literally, Adrian, what is it?
2: The kissing man. Yeah. And yeah. you don't get a kiss. He kisses everybody. Like already hella kisses people. And he doesn't just, like, kiss them. Like, it's like, formal, like he's
1: about to he's, put it down. Yeah, he's
2: like, <laughs> this is our last moment on Earth. The plane's going down. Yeah. We're making out and <laughs> hopefully it's other stuff. But it, it, it <laughs> happens. When he kisses, I'm like, dude, relax. You're on TV. Like, your mom's watching this. Yeah. <laughs> he's
0: trying to find a wife. No time to worry about if mom's watching or not. Like, waiting. if you
1: could get pregnant by a kiss, I'm pretty sure, like, his kisses, like, would do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, I want to go back on it so I don't look like a complete it Because I know I am. I'm like a complete idiot. <laughs> Um, Fred Willard was on American Wedding, and I knew he was a dad. He plays um, Michelle Flaherty's dad oh, in American okay. Wedding. So I knew he was in there somewhere and he was the dad, but he's Michelle's dad who was one time a bad camp girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ultimately, in episode three, Lauren S. went home on her one-on-one. Annalise went home during the cocktail party before, before. the rose ceremony. Yeah, before it which left only one person to be eliminated during the rose ceremony in this episode. And unfortunately for us, uh, Bibiana, Bibiana was the one who went home.
1: I just liked how real she was. And yeah, she did have a little sass. Like,
0: you gotta have that. But not in, a, in a
1: bad way. Oh, no, not at all. Well, you could just only hope that she'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, with her flair, I, I don't doubt it. That'd be great. Uh, So we're going to get into the meat potatoes now of our last two episodes, episodes four and five that have been on the last two Mondays. The start of last week's episode started with a conversation with some of the women in the house talking about the age discrepancy between... Becca M and Ari. Now to this point, Becca M is the only person whose age we do not know because on the screen during confessionals, they put the person's name, age, where they're from, and their occupation. Becca M has has not had an age on the screen yet, but we do learn through the conversation that there is a 14-year gap. What are your guys' thoughts about, first of all, the gap, which I believe is different than having a 22-year-old on this show. I think those are two separate issues, and that might just be for me, Because my parents were actually 14 years Mm -hmm. apart as well. My dad was 14 years older. However, they didn't meet until my mom was in her early 30s and my dad was in his mid-40s. So it's a little bit different than 36 and 22. But what do you guys think about having Becca M at 22 and the age gap?
1: Honestly, I mean, I've dated older men before myself, so I just think it depends on, like, where you guys are at, like, in your life. She's a very mature 22-year-old from what we can see so far, uh-huh. you know? As much as, like, 14 years sounds like so much, if their, their maturity level is the same, then I don't think that she should get, like, knocked for that. Whereas, say, if it were Corinne, who was a child, I feel like <laughs> the maturity level is just way different. You know what I mean, but I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing, like what they made it out to be, just because she is super cool.
2: Yeah, she definitely didn't act it, and and no offense to anybody around that age group, but she acted a little older, she acted more mature. She, you know, shit, when I was twenty-two, all I wanted to do was go out and party, and not definitely not looking to settle down or looking to go on a reality show where the end men finding love and possibly getting married. We knew she was younger, but because of those facts, because they brought up in a discussion, because her age wasn't displayed on there. And, and as the show kind of goes on and through the weeks, I started to like her a little bit more. You know, after she has that conversation with Ari and after the spotlight's kind of put on her, I think she handled it well. They had that conversation, you yeah. know, where she did explain to him, yeah, it's different. But I am looking for that. And I do want the same things. I almost felt like Ari in that conversation was the immature one. Yeah. He kept making it a it point to say, so you're young. so young. But oh, what, what but if it doesn't work it, out? Like, yeah. he had more fear than she did. Which, again, he's older in his life. He's back on the show for a reason. He's encountered more heartbreak. But it's almost like in that conversation, she owned up to it, and she realized it, and she said, hey, it is what it is. This is what I want. This is what I'm here for. Yeah. And he kept referring back to it. They even kissed. And then yeah. after that, like, he goes back. He's like, oh, my God. You're so young. It's yeah. like At that point, I, I was thinking, like, okay, boy. just like the real date, either get over it or deal with it and send her home. Yeah. Like, don't keep this thing over. Don't waste her time yeah, out because you're the one making it an issue. Right.
0: I agree. Yeah. If, it, if the age never came out, those two work so well together. They I, I would argue so that they have the best chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. I, I could argue that. I mean, there might be other women that uh, um, other people might say that he has better chemistry with and whatnot, but I would say Becca M, if not the best, she's certainly up at the top two or three in terms of chemistry. I would agree. With him. And and to your point, it's, it her adventurous side, like her youth and exuberance and things like that, are channeled through her rock climbing and things of that nature. It's not like she's clubbing every Saturday night mm-hmm. or going out and drinking and whatnot. She's doing physical activities that... She even said, like, I get up early on Saturdays and go rock climbing with my friends. Yeah. She
2: made it a point, like, my craziness is waking up early and driving to my friends in... Uh, what did she say? It was Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Thanks. Like, that's awesome. Like, and at 22, pa- I was waking up at noon from a crazy hangover and, like, <laughs> just finding whatever I could eat, like, cold pizza in the morning, <laughs> like, trying to survive till Monday. That's that, That's what I would do. But she... I started to like her a lot more, and I had a lot more respect for her after these last two episodes.
1: Yeah, she's definitely growing on me. At first, I was a little weary, but I am liking that she is, like, voicing, like, sticking up for, you know, herself and Ari, you know, questioning other girls, like, why they're here. So, she's she's definitely grown on me.
0: And the total opposite of that, I think, is, honestly, Crystal. She is playing, I think she's playing the victim card so much. She's trying to get pity from uh ari saying that she's being ostracized and has a target on her back from all the women and then in her confessionals she's being super snarky about Mm -hmm. how how she can't believe how desperate these women are and trying to seek ari's attention and whatnot she does
2: she makes the point that she doesn't want to compete with other women for his attention and how obnoxious they look um which is the whole point of the show that's why you're on the show (laughs) right yeah that one-on-one where becca you know they have that conversation becca gets the rose because that was the one-on-one. Becca yes. gets that rose. That's two weeks in a row where Becca M. Gets, gets the rose before the rose ceremony.
0: Oh, and then also we had a semi-elimination in the middle of episode four where Mikel, the 23-year-old who came in on the car, she got a call from her mom saying that her grandfather had passed away the day before. And so she packed up and went home to attend his funeral and... It made it seem like she was going to be coming back, she'd be welcomed back. But ultimately, we didn't know because there was no resolution at the end of episode four. Mm-hmm. Were you guys hoping to see her return yes. after her I grandfather's like, funeral?
1: Yes, I I was, and I I was surprised to see her come back because I feel like when people have left for personal reasons before, they they stayed, ha- they yeah. stayed gone. Right. So I I'm glad that they welcomed her back and weren't like, well, you left, you right, know. But right. um, I'm glad that she she did come back for.
2: Same. She, she's one of my favorites. Um, I think she's incredibly beautiful. Even, you know, some we made a point to talk about how some of these women aren't wearing lots of makeup. Um, some are, but there's a few this season who that aren't. are more natural. And their natural beauty is really coming out. She's one of them. You obviously feel for her. You know, I've gone through a loss of some grandparents. And to have her come back, especially when the girls were surprised she came back so quickly. I mean, the next week. Yeah. That's that's, that's great of her. It kind of shows her motivation for being there. Most right. people, if they're not motivated, they don't want to be a part of this, but so they weren't vested in it, you know. Emotionally, they would have just said, you know, I'm out. This, yeah, this they didn't is a good major... connection. Yeah, absolutely. So, kudos to her for coming back.
0: The other one on one date uh, in episode four last week was with CN. The date card said, let's let our love soar. And they went parasailing over Lake Tahoe. Much to the chagrin and jealousy of a lot of the Mm -hmm. other girls who could see them from the cabin that they
2: were staying at. Right, so they have these women in either a cabin or in a hotel with amazing views of the water in both these both these episodes. Yeah. They every one on one date. Right? Yeah. yeah. They had a telescope. They had a, they had, oh, there was it binoculars or was it? it was binoculars in Tahoe. Okay.
0: The the telescope was in episode five. Right, which last we'll night. get to. Like, so
2: they're purposely these putting these yeah. places where they can see the one-on-one dates happening, which is I, I kudos to production. That was fantastic. I, I was enjoying that because these women were just driving themselves nuts. It's worse when you're in that room. It's bad when you're in the room not knowing what's going on. Then it's worse when you get a quick glint of them and seeing it. I forget who it is. She even says, I felt sick to my stomach.
0: So that one-on-one date with Cien went really well, much to Crystal's chagrin, because she (laughs) predicted that Cien was probably going to go home on her one-on-one. Cien did receive the rose from Ari at the end of their one-on-one date, uh, which is solidifying Crystal's status as the villain of this season. I would think. There's always one, She's just going to
1: assume that everybody besides her is going to be going
0: home. Right.
1: Because she lives in her own little world. (laughs) It looks like during the group dates, like, she's talking to other girls, and they look like they're, like, kind of okay. So I'm curious, like, how she really is, like, in these group date situations,
2: though. Just to recap, too, on episode four, this is the first time so many women have been taken out of the house. So the beginning of this episode, they're gone. They leave... The house and fifteen women are taken on the road, right? So, so, of in the the middle of the se- so in the
0: middle of the season, they usually do some type of road trip where they go to different destinations. Yeah,
1: they do like different like states before they go to the like a different country. Right. you know.
2: But fifteen w- was a large number. Um, I don't know the exact stats, but they a surprised. I know Chris Harrison makes a bunch of say fifteen are going. You know, so they normally spend three weeks, three and a half weeks in this house in the bachelor house. Uh, and that's a lot to go on the road. I mean. That group team was ridiculous. They were all went hiking. There was a ton of them. I'm surprised no yeah. one got lost.
0: There's 12 of them, yeah. Yeah,
2: so I uh, also probably wanted to make on week four.
0: Right, so at the end of week four, uh, we get to the rose ceremony, and there's usually a cocktail party that precedes it. However, Ari knew what he wanted, and he felt it was unfair to himself and the women to delay the inevitable. And so he canceled the cocktail party, which goes back to your point, I believe Adrian, you made earlier that Chris Harrison walked in when the girls were expecting Ari yeah. for the cocktail up. party. Something's, yes. up. Something's Something's up. Not right. And Chris let them know, let the ladies know that Ari's made up his mind and we're going straight to the rose ceremony. But when we get to the rose ceremony... Oh, nice. Someone decides that they need to take some one-on-one time with Ari, even though he felt like he didn't need that with any of the women. And that woman
2: was... Ding,
1: ding, ding. (laughs)
0: Crystal.
2: (laughs) Right. So Ari's ready. He's standing there. The roses are all set. The women are all standing there in their beautiful dresses. And she basically calls a timeout and says, I can't have this. We need to talk. Can I see you for a second? And she pulls him away, and they go downstairs. And she just awarded herself one-on-one time where... And all the rest of the women were totally understandable and were so cool with it. And they
0: thought Crystal deserved to have that one on one time and none of the other women. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Right. They were
2: so Everyone was so like, okay go ahead, take it. your time.
1: You know what, sweetie? Um, just take him to the fantasy suite now. Yeah,
2: just go ahead and hear it. Multiple of the roses away. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> oh my God. The tension in that room must have been unreal. So she basically negates what Ari's wishes were to have this one on one time with anybody else because he knew what he was going to do. And I think she just felt. Extremely threatened. I mean, no reason for her to act though. totally disrespectful to any of the other women, which I'm sure she doesn't care about. And you can argue this is a game all you want. It's not about making friends. But also on Ari, it's like to pull him away and to have that just be a total, total distraction to put all the attention on yourself was ridiculous.
1: But he also could have said no. Like if he already knew who he was going to pick, he could have been like, you know what, sweetie? I don't think that it's fair to the other girls. I don't feel comfortable... Having a conversation with you, you know, but of course he's not going to say no. So, yeah. but he totally could have.
0: Right, because that would make for good TV and we'd have nothing to talk about in this podcast. So. Right.
2: Or you figured that's one more makeout session he can have. Yeah.
0: To
2: <laughs> go <laughs> go <laughs> forward. Anyway, they go downstairs, they have a discussion. JD, take it from there. <laughs>
0: And it, it was basically another pity party for Crystal. She she reiterated the fact that she felt attacked. Victim. by She's victimized. She felt attacked by all the women. Uh, she's not comfortable during the group dates because she went from the one-on-one date where she met her fa- met his family to a smaller group date to this group date where there was 12 people. I mean, she talked about every confessional, how she doesn't like sharing time or things like that. But then I,
1: why sign up? Right? Like, you know what you're getting into.
0: Right. If it there, there have been two kinds of people. There have been people complaining about not getting enough time with Ari, and people that have been appreciating their time with Ari. Mm-hmm. And the people that we seem to gravitate more towards, in terms of liking them, have been the people that appreciate their time more with Ari, and they're focusing on the one-on-one time, and they're not getting caught up in the cattiness of oh, I'm actually competing against Tia and everyone else. Like we could still be civil, maybe even friends, uh, but. Even though knowing that they're both going after the same man, whereas Crystal is like, all these bitches need to go, <laughs> and it's not even a competition. Like I'm just, I just have to wait this out. But then she gets impatient right. and is like, I want all the time with Ari. And and yeah, we get confessionals from others saying that they thought that they would get the one-on-one date or, or the group date Rose or what have you. But ultimately, the uh, the sass and the consternation behind Crystal. It's it's so polarizing. Like you just, there's nothing.
1: You can't ignore it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything redeemable in terms of a a TV show
2: character. Like she is the villain, mm-hmm. and well, guess what? Worked out to her favor <laughs> because after they have their conversation, Ari walks right up the stairs again and pretends like nothing happened. And here we go with the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not. Crystal doesn't go home. She gets the last rose, (laughs) of course. For maximum
0: dramatic effect as well.
2: Brittany T, Carolyn, and unfortunately, Mikkel, go home. Well, Mikkel Mikkel went home. Oh, Mikkel's gone, right, right. Mikkel's gone already. So Brittany T and Carolyn don't get a rose. So, again, I know Brittany T was really upset. Um, But uh, Crystal gets the rose, so it's almost like He's allowing this to happen. Like you said, he could have said no. He could have said, he could said no. Have said, I know what I want to do. Because um, if he
1: felt that strongly to cancel the cocktail party, why did he need to have that time with her to, you yeah. know?
2: And again, that maybe would have put her at ease. He could have just told her, look, don't worry about it. I'm just going to make my decision. Don't worry about it. we have to say we'll talk about it after. I promise. Kind of put her at ease too, let her know right. you're not going home almost without saying it. Yeah, because that's what you were originally going to do anyway. Wouldn't have mattered. Right. Could have easily done that and gone. on. But again, for dramatical effect and for him kind of being a pushover, <laughs> um, she stays, and to the dismay of everyone else in the house, Crystal is a legit threat. Yeah.
0: Uh, our most recent episode, uh, Mikel does come back, much to our liking. Right, yes. uh, we were glad to see that she's back after attending her grandfather's funeral and most of the women greeted her with open arms, glad to see that she's back. Yeah, very
2: well received in the house.
0: Yes. This was during the one, the first one-on-one date where Ari took Chelsea out on a yacht and they went on a sea-do and had like a nice little day on the water.
2: Right in front of all the other Ryan women. Right Fe- yep, <laughs> in
1: again. This with the,
2: the telescope. telescope. Yep, just yes. right there. Here so. we are in... And- See them; they see them kissing a couple times, and, and they were
1: straddled on the sea dew Straddled right. on
2: the sea dew Then they're replaying the uh, Titanic scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. So we should say they are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida,
0: where the sun is shining and the beaches are nice, and the water is warm. And these ladies are staying in like this twentieth floor penthouse suite and whatnot, oh, right Fort on the Lauderdale. water. Yeah, nice yeah. and swampy, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we. That's how the ladies, with their telescope, that just happened to be placed on the balcony of their suite. Uh, pointed straight at the water where Ari and Chelsea were on their boat. Uh, That's where they got to see them. They had a very nice conversation. Chelsea wanted to make sure that Ari knew her for more than just being the single mom of the group. She wanted Ari to know that she's Chelsea the woman. They got into some of her backstory with her ex.
1: Which was sad. As much as I don't like her, her, it was a little sad.
2: Right. It was a good story. And same, Chelsea was kind of... I think the first villain that mm-hmm. they tried to, to, to cast out, and uh, unfortunately, she's, not as bad. she's, she's yeah. Bad. Unfortunately, we have Crystal made her look a lot yeah. better. But that scene too, I think, was genuine. I like I like that scene. Yeah. I like how she talked to him. You know, in the beginning, most of the women were kind of pinpointing Chelsea as the mom and basically as the one who needs the wife up and needs mm-hmm. to you know. But I told JD, you know, the way I interpret that after is she's not the one that needs someone right away. It looks like she just wanted that someone to complete her family. Yeah, and it's a big difference looking I, at it from that perspective. And I really have a lot of appreciation for her and respect. But, yeah, I, I liked that date. I think Ari knows what he's getting into going in that situation, so there's no hiding it. I think yeah. she wanted to make it very prevalent, too, to, to know, hey, this is my situation. This yeah. is what it is. This is what I want in someone. Can you be that person? Right. And I think she definitely almost turned it on him as opposed to her, like, right. having to fit the role for him. Yeah. She's got to fit that role for her now. And I like to the for conversation. Her. Absolutely.
1: Because I feel like sometimes in these situations, it would be like, you know, these women like need a man. Well, no, these are a lot of strong, independent women. Right. But like you said, are looking to complete, what they're looking for and whatnot. Like um, I know women have been like, not feeling like worthy of like the bachelor, which no, you're you're still a person too. Just because he Absolutely. is the bachelor doesn't mean that you're any less
2: of a human being. At the end of the day, you're, you're looking for a partnership. You're looking for right. the marriage with someone, and he's got to fit your role just as much it, just as much exactly. as you have to fit his. And we see that from Ari a little bit, where he gets more nervous I because he's older and he understands yeah. that for him this is his second chance, if not third chance. So he doesn't like some of these other guys where if it doesn't work out at the end, cool, I'm still in my mid-20s. I was the bachelor, like, yeah. I'm good. You know, so this is the first time I actually start to not really hate Ari. I don't like him. So <laughs> I still don't like him at all. <laughs> but I think for him, after the talk with Becca and then now with this talk, you're kind of seeing, like, all right, I think Ari knows what he's in for. I think yeah. now he's got to realize, like, wow, this is just as hard on me. Now that he's dwindling down from the 29, it was all about them being hot. <laughs> you know, he's got these... uh 12 quality or women. Year olds that are quality women that he's like I gotta make the right choice here right. or else this is it I've got no turning back or second chance or no one wants to see gray hair in paradise
1: and I'm, I'm glad to see that these women are being more like proactive and asking him questions and not just being like a doormat you know like I just said like it's it's just as much about them too finding their soulmate because okay just because he's a bachelor doesn't mean he's your soulmate you right. know you can go on a couple dates and be like eh this isn't working out for me
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I can be completely off base here. Now, this is my first season watching it week in, week Watch out. Watch your tongue, JD. <laughs> <laughs> i have about to say it right now. Now, I've caught, I've caught snippets from Adrian. I know you guys have watched The Bachelor for many years. My mom has been a day one Bachelor truther. It's great. So I, I, I know the premise of the show. I know a lot of these people. I know names and faces and everything like this. But what's striking me, you guys just made the point. We're down here now to the final 10 or 12, and I feel like – outside of maybe one or two people that we've already mentioned quite a bit, these are pretty genuine people Mm -hmm. trying to find love. And especially for Chelsea, she's trying to – Find someone who can fit in and complete her family, not someone to take care of her and her son. Like she even said on her one-on-one date, like yeah. I'm, I have the least that I've ever had as an adult, and I'm the I'm the most complete right now. I have my yeah. son, like yeah. I'm good. So I have, I have, I have, good. Yeah,
2: I have the, the least amount I've ever had in my life, but I feel like I have everything.
0: Yeah, and that's huge. and
2: that's sweet. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so like even though day one I pegged Chelsea as potentially the villain, and she might still be that. I'm rooting for Chelsea as much as I am for a handful of other women. And even the other handful uh, that maybe aren't as high on my list, it's like, yeah, like I'm cool with them too. Like none of them are really, or at least they're not putting forward that they're here for screen time or things like that. Like this seems like a really good group of women. Genuine group of women. Exactly.
1: I think this season's pretty real with like the women that are actually looking for love.
0: Right. So uh,
2: yeah, he's he's definitely cut the fat off. Like whether it's him or production, like yeah, you can tell. I mean, obviously, I think there's a couple in here that still aren't there, but I think there's a good five or six out of these remaining thirteen that mm-hmm. are there for good reason, good cause. They have their hearts in it. but also remember, as we go on and as we change sceneries and as they go on these lavish dates, you're more vested now. So even if you weren't possibly thinking about that in the beginning, this is the only time interaction you spend with someone mm-hmm. of the opposite sex that you're attracted to for six weeks in a row now going around different places. He mentions it twice. When they pull up to Fort Lauderdale, he's like, wow, this is a great place to find love. When they go into Lake Tahoe, he's like, who wouldn't fall in love in a place like this? That's what they're doing. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, I, not, not, not to question anyone's motives, but the farther you go, the more vested you are now and the more feelings you have and the more you think that they're real and they could be – but the more you're you're falling, and that's why the show's done so well, and that's why they go they to places. Have this They're going to a city which we'll talk about after this. That's the capital of love, and that's the place you always want to be. And it's like that's the point is to make you vested, to make you either your true colors are going to show, or now guess what? You spent eight weeks with this person. You're going to be in love with them. Period. Yeah. You've dated them progressively and quick and fast. And that's the only interaction you've had with anybody. Everyone you love at home or all your friends are gone. You can't talk to them. This is your emotional support. This is the person you're leaning on. This is the person that you are legit falling in love with. Uh, and that's hard to, to, to shy away from once you get into the top top five or six.
0: We get to our group date uh, last night where we have Mikel, Crystal, Becca K, Becca M, Jenna, C N, Kendall, Ashley, Marie, Jacqueline, Lauren B. It turned out to be a bowling date.
2: Worst date by far, by the way. You <laughs> went from wrestling and roller derby and playing with dogs To something you take like friends on, or like something that's like, what else are we going to do on a Sunday? But I think
1: it's kind of, it's another thing that's realistic. Like, I mean, I've been on bowling dates, like, because I mean, let's face it, in the real world, you're not going to be going to buying or having Louboutins bought for you or, you know, going on a hot air balloon or whatever they do. Like, bowling's real, well, you know? Sure. I
2: wish I would have known that before. It cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so for the bowling beat, the girls split off into two teams created on their own. Ultimately, the winner would get to go to the after party after the date where the losers would get to go back to the hotel and not hang out with Ari. Which Ari states
2: from his mouth to tell all the women before that. So that's, that's a key point in this.
0: Yes. The winning team uh, comprised of Jenna, Crystal, Becca K, Lauren, Jacqueline, and Mikel, or as far as I could tell because there were way too many blonde-haired women and the camera was moving too quickly for me to see and they never specified who was on which team, but in the end... it. It didn't matter because Ari went back on his word and lied to all the women and invited the losers to the after party, which did not sit well with one particular woman. Guess who? Mm. <laughs> her, her name rhymes with Shristal, okay?
2: Yeah, and then again, all the losing team women go in like, this weird cramped locker room and Ari goes in to see how they're doing and they're all just... Totally obliterated. They're so upset and the worst looking faces ever. And Ari goes in and
1: he says, do you want to come out now? Yeah. Like if they're in timeout, like I you were like, just like, did you lock them banished in
2: Banished to this room, yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to come out now? And then as the girls like sulkingly walk towards these women who are jumping and creating cheers and shouting out that they've won, he just tells everyone, you know what, I don't think it's fair. I want to spend time with all of you. And in good faith, he says, everyone can come to the after party. And Crystal was not having that.
0: This is Ari's show. He is the bachelor. He's the one he trying to find to love. Out. Yeah, he gets to call the shots. I mean, yes, uh, production put this little twist in where the losers would uh, go back to the hotel. But, but Ari... the wrong
2: team won. So <laughs> yeah. Ari was like, man, this is not good. We got to have a moment. Because the <laughs> I really like all the other team. So. <laughs> So, you know, uh, Ari tells all the women you're all coming and tells them all to change while he touches up his gray. (laughs) <laughs> and they get to all go to the after party. <laughs> he's
1: so stuck on the gray.
2: So it bothers me so much. It really does.
1: Not, nothing is as bad as either the spray tan that's wearing off or just the caked on orange <laughs> makeup that they seem to not be able to blend in with his neck. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's some of, the, some of the shots we look at, it's pretty obvious. It's like, oh, man, you guys.
1: And he's a handsome dude. Like, he doesn't need, you know, but, like, come on, clean it up for
2: him. <laughs> we learn
0: that Crystal is mouthing Ari the entire time on the bus ride back to the hotel. Uh, we didn't see it on camera, but the girls were talking about it. She called him a liar. He went back on his word. She feels so disrespected. How can I trust him? Right. like,
2: yeah, like So all the women are dressed, ready to go to this party in their nice dresses. And, and uh, Crystal comes out in the bathrobe and basically throws a hissy bed and says, I'm not going because Ari lied to me and I have trust issues. And the person I want to <laughs> be with, um, I should be able to take their word for it. And she makes the point and saying, I'm not going. Uh, Kendall Was it Kendall who called her out? Yes. yes. Kendall, who I didn't even realize existed until the, the episode before. <laughs> when did
1: she show up? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe she just threw in there like, hey, go go piss off Crystal. Kendall,
1: a.k.a. taxidermy
2: girl. Yeah, so she doesn't – it really is irrelevant until week one – I'm sorry. Last episode, she was freaking out on all the taxidermy on the wall. So that when, she, when, she, when she oh went, yeah, when they went to the cabin in Lake
0: Tahoe, yeah, had to, yeah, yeah, the like, the yeah, they ate the worms. And they ate the worms in, in, in the mountains. Yeah. Yes.
2: So uh, Kendall all of a sudden is like the lead horse, and she's just totally questions her and totally goes back with her um and lets her know, you know, that she didn't appreciate it. Kendall's the one who outs her for being mouthy on the bus and says, look. You know, ultimately, this is about kindness, and it's about Ari, and it's not about you, and you're being disrespectful. And she lets Crystal have it.
0: Mm -hmm. So Crystal doesn't go to the after party with the other 11 women. Um, Ari meets up with them in this little lounge area. He's like, all right, great. We're all here. It's nice. And and the the girls go, we're not all here, here, which I'm sure Ari didn't even notice, you know. Yeah,
1: because he did. I thought like maybe he would have noticed like right off the bat, but he didn't even know she wasn't there. So sorry, Crystal.
0: (laughs) But ultimately, it it kind of works in Crystal's favor again, again, because just as she pulled him away before the rose ceremony... She stays back, and ultimately,
2: Ari goes to visit her in the hotel room to More see what one is one up. one on
1: time. Right,
2: and, and when the girls were arguing in the room, she makes a point to tell all the girls her bags are packed. So Ari now leaves this group party to go down and talk to Crystal by himself. And they do. They have a brief conversation about it. Crystal kind of tells him what she said, but not entirely. Ari, at first, seems like he's bothered by it, and then kind of consoles her, but still tells her at the end, just know that I'm not happy about this. But Um, he kind
1: of puts her in time out, too. Like, I feel like he's this girl's dad. He's like, well, you stay in here tonight, and then... We're going
2: to have the party. You're going to stay down here. here. I'm going to go back to the party, and I'll talk to you But he didn't
1: really give her, like, a hug goodbye. Like, he gave her a hug hello, but then he's like, have a good night. Right, and I mean... Yeah, no, I'm not happy about this.
0: That's a really good analogy about putting them in time out. Yeah. Because, because the
1: bowling day, I'm like, okay, he's locking them in the room. And then he's like, well, you're going you're gonna to stay here tonight, and I'm going to go downstairs. I'm like, uh, okay.
0: It, it's funny. Like, he comes off sort of like that with, like, the dad mentality. Mm-hmm. In his own head, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And and he's probably saying, like, I'm trying to be serious. If you're not willing to do this, stay here. But then it comes across as, you're in timeout. Yeah, like, I'm not going to see you today. I'm not happy. Just know. Or he uses his, his, well, I'm really disappointed in you today, Crystal. So you're going to stay here tonight while I go to the
2: party. And you're going to think about what you've done. And
1: think about what you've done.
2: (laughs) So Ari goes back. He goes upstairs and starts mingling with the other girls. And about uh, maybe halfway through the party. Guess who shows up. We have a guest. (laughs) (laughs) She's in a nice white and flowery dress. And it's Crystal. And she decides to show up to the party and sit right down on the couch with most of the other women who weren't having their one-on-one time with them. And probably an amazing, pleasant conversation, (laughs) ensues.
0: Yes, (laughs) especially with Becca M. And again, this shows to her maturity. She makes the point, even after probably, what, three glasses of wine, we We, we we in. No, they were martinis. They were martinis. straight martinis.
2: So, yeah, Becca had a little liquid courage. But, again, it definitely showed her maturity level. She handled that conversation really well. Kind of puts Crystal in her place. And doesn't take any shit. And it wasn't disrespectful. It was uh, professionally worded. And I, I I, kind of, again, gained new respect for her. I was like, wow, I can see how in the first couple of weeks they didn't really know how old she was. And, again, it, it made it more of a point to where I don't think it's an issue with her.
0: Right. She made a point to tell Crystal. Crystal, the person who said Ari was a liar and took back his word, she... Turn, it, through, it, back turn it back on her. Turn it back on her because Crystal, didn't you say you were going to stay yes. up in the room right. and not come down to this party? Yet here I you are. So right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was I great. loved that. I that was, was like, great.
1: yes, po- eating my popcorn. Like yes, keep going.
0: <laughs> and but ultimately, by the end of it, Crystal did go back upstairs to the hotel room because
1: I don't even think Ari saw that she was there. Yeah,
0: no. At least not that we saw. Not exactly. that we saw.
2: That, the yeah, not that they didn't show they didn't address that. Address that. They showed her talking with the women. And then gradually through the conversation, most of the women start leaving the couch. Yeah, um, and then I'm pretty sure she got the hint. So
0: after that, we had our last one-on-one date, which was with Tia, our girl from Wiener, Arkansas. And now this goes back, uh, Adrian I, or Chelsea. I forgot which one of you made the point, but sometimes it's the dates revolve around the one-on-one, and sometimes the person picked gets picked because of the dates. And I now, while she does have good chemistry with Ari, uh, Tia does. This was definitely a date for tailored to her. For oh, this sure. is right up her. her frogging,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. Frogging <laughs> in the Everglades. Yeah. yeah. So they went into this backwood. God, so I would have to see Crystal. Crystal. I was just
1: going to oh, say, could God. you imagine <laughs>
2: Crystal Froggen on a date?
0: Oh, man. You could, oh, geez. There's been <laughs> a
2: whole episode just on that. No, would fantastic.
0: <laughs> Tia and Ari have a great day. They go frogging, catch frogs, eat frogs, visit this Nice old man in his cabin in the Everglades Everglades Everglades, swamp
2: in Florida. The the nice swampy beach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Ultimately, Tia gets her rose there at the end of her one-on-one date. Chelsea, you were making it a point while we were watching the episode. If Tia doesn't win... Oh, I'm
1: calling it now. She will be the next Bachelorette. Because, like I said earlier... She's got the friend ties with Raven, so they can bring her in. People like her. She's got the country or the Southern Belle thing going for her. So I, I'm putting my money on her for Bachelorette. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I definitely have her going pretty deep into this season. Like, it feels like she's almost one of those. Slow burns in reality competition. A it's silent
1: like, creeper. Yeah,
0: like she's <laughs> she's like you know she's there. She's not like one of the women where you're like I don't even know who what her name is or anything like mm-hmm. that. You know who Tia is? Yeah, she has that standout quality mostly because of her accent because she's from the South. She's mm-hmm. from Arkansas. But you know she doesn't have the fire of the Bibiana, or she doesn't have the villainous nature of a Crystal, yeah. or the, the the backstory of a, those, of a Chelsea. Those, those girls just
2: mentioned are totally Bachelor Paradise girls. Oh yes, those those are the ones you right could totally shake them up. Yeah, the, the Bibiana, they're 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 Bachelor Paradise for sure. Crystal. Yeah. For sure, it's Bachelor Paradise. <laughs> yeah. Like, get her and Corinna the same but, season. But, please. you know,
1: she's going to be, like, not one of the first people in. She's going to be, like, these relationships are going to be developed, and, and then they're going to set in
2: Crystal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just we the should write ball. this
1: down, like, so that we know <laughs> later on. <laughs> so, we call so this. This summer, when we come back, summer, come yeah,
0: back on the yeah, Bachelor in yeah.
2: Paradise. That's where Bachelor of Proph- uh, prophecies come true. Yes. <laughs> Tia's great. She wasn't one of my favorites. Um, she
1: is wifey material, though, which is why they would use her for... Correct. I
2: think she is. Of all of them, it's her. Uh, I, if I had to take someone else... Mikkel. <laughs> uh, I love Mikkel so much. Um... I think Lauren B is right up there too. I think Lauren B only because I, of her looks. I mean, she looks like a like a like a like a pageant queen. Yeah, I mean, she's really pretty. She's tall. She's recently
1: standing out too. She's I like her questions that she asked.
2: Yeah. So Lauren B, uh I mean, those two are probably the front runners right now. Right. So then, who is your front other
0: Front runners be for Ari's heart then.
1: Right now. Well, so, honestly, I thought after Tia's date. Right. I thought that, I mean, they do have something great.
2: Um, They've got that going on. So well, here, let's go with who got eliminated
0: first. Okay. So let's see
2: who the top ten are, and we'll go from the top ten.
0: Yes, because at the end of this episode, we get down to our top ten. So we going into the rose ceremony, Chelsea got a rose from her one-on-one date. Lauren B. got a rose at the group date. Yeah. And Tia got a rose at the end of her one-on-one date. So three people had roses. There were seven left to be given out amongst ten women. Uh, The first rose at the rose ceremony given out was to Becca M. Uh, Second one was Cien. Now Cien is one of those girls like she had the one-on-one parasailing date in Tahoe, but Cien. And then later on, we see Jacqueline get a rose as well. Those two have been super under the radar. I feel, especially Jacqueline, more than Cien, but. I know that it's hard to give screen time to Everyone. all of these, to every yeah, and flesh out these stories throughout the season. It's they'll, just will have
2: their episode. yeah,
0: will episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, once you have a whole episode of Jacqueline, you're going to know that she's going to get eliminated that day, unfortunately, yep. just yep. because she really hasn't been seen. I guess the same could be said for, for Jenna as well, other than like you see her being like the wild party child every yeah. once in a while. She
1: <laughs> had a weird Which... makeout session. I think it was last week, too. I was like,
0: where she it... got on top of him? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, see, like
1: family show, kids, family show.
0: Now, yeah, see, he's worried about Becca M being 22 and being young and all full of piss and vinegar and everything <laughs> else. But then we have Jenna, who's 28,
2: but, but she's an actor. I, I li- I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. I like her. Don't, don't get me wrong. I like he's, Jenna. He's, like she's she's fun. She's a race car driver. So for him to the thought of him being intimidated by her youth and being vibrant is bullshit. What he's worried about is he's getting older. And in 10 years, she's going to be 33, still look smoking hot, yeah. still have that youth and vibrant personality. And, the, and, and that's a an natural fear. Leave his and ass. she's going to leave him. That's a natural fear. To have that understanding and say, hey, look, when I'm this this age, you're going to be this. You're going through this phase where, yeah, you might be 21, 22, but once you get to 25, 26, you see how much of an asshole I am, <laughs> and I'm older. That's going to change. Your likeness is going to change. What you find attractive now might be different to what you find. There. That's the real fear. And that's what, you know, he can say all he wants. is that, Oh, you're young. You're this and that. Bro, you're a race car driver. You know, it's to say that you're done with that. You're never done with that kind of stuff. She's going to keep him young, if anything. The stuff that she does about the mountain climbing and the being right. active. The real fear is in five to seven years, when you're at a more mature state, and you realize either what you've got or what you really want. And where I'm at at that time, am I still going to be able to fulfill those hopes? And am I still going to be able to be here and give you what you really want? That's the real fear. And it's legit. And that's yeah. and that's and that's real.
0: Yeah. But then to your point, Adrian, you've said it multiple times over the last couple of weeks. It's like if you're – well, I should say last week and this week since uh, Becca's age has been in the forefront. If you're going to hold this over her head, you need figure to – Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. It out. Either get over it or get rid of her.
2: Right? Are we, and, yeah. I feel like he up. holds
1: on to, to these things, you know. So, and it's, and it's we'll for your see. own good. It's
2: willing to drive yourself crazy. Right. Either get over it and say, you know what, this isn't going to work. I can't keep doing this to myself. It's not fair to you. Yeah. I can't get over the age thing. I'm sorry. As you much know.
1: chemistry as we have, like, this is probably easier for me yeah. to get rid of you now.
2: Yeah. Or and she's even given, it. she's
1: it. opened up the door for that too. Yeah. She said, well, then just break up with me now. She, like, literally said that. And he's like, which, is but again, I is I don't very mature for her, her, her to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, <laughs> we'll see. you.
1: Them make out with you and look like I'm th- he looks like he's throwing up like when he's about to make out he like does this like thing I'm like what <laughs> is that he's like spilling his tongue into their mouth god. I'm like Jesus. Jesus. I can't
0: but he has pillow lips Chelsea oh I mean, my that's gotta, god that's gonna make up for something oh. right
2: oh. <laughs> so our top 10 is Chelsea Lauren B Tia Becca M and Becca K both Becca's made it yep. Cien, Kendall, Jacqueline, Jenna, and Crystal. Who got the last rose again? Again. <laughs> who again? Whatever she's doing, it's working. It's working. And I okay. I, I'll give you my favorite right now, which was Mikel but she got eliminated. Who was? I loved her, and she was great. And I hope you know
0: nothing but the best for her. Mikel Marie, and Ashley were the three who were eliminated. Go ahead, Adrian.
2: Sorry. I think he's gonna pick Lauren B. Intra- okay. Interesting. That's my pick. Now, I will pick. And I will say this: I think Crystal goes top four. I think Crystal goes home with
0: hometown.
2: Hometowns. I think Crystal makes it that far.
0: Ooh, a sec. Now, do you think a second hometown trip could help her then? Because now, because yeah, that was his home. So I'm talking about um
2: her hometown.
1: Oh, I'm when sorry. They, I'm they, they, sorry. Hear, oh, yeah, they they go to their... So the the girls' his hometown. Three, three is fantasy. his two, oh, three fantasy. Two, the two is two. Top, top is two. two
2: go. He takes them home. My bachelor ignorance is coming yeah. out in this podcast. Yeah. Four <laughs> is they go to their hometown, um, and then two is he takes them home again. And you just are more actually. On a he family. doesn't
1: take them home, or, or they're out in their paradise, and then the parents come and meet them at you or know whatever
2: their, uh, vacation yeah, he to put on it right. or whatever. Um, Okay. but yeah hometowns is for for them I think she makes it all the way to there at least I think she's gonna piss a lot of people off for a yeah. while because what she's doing is working
1: I know but for I for some just, reason
2: he's intrigued by it and he keeps he keeps saving her
1: I'm waiting for something big to happen though and he just like sends her sends her on her way I, I don't know like what, what what more right. can
0: now I know this is not like a normal dating scene but do I'm you think sure. he's giving too much credence to the fact that Crystal was the one who met his family already it, yes
1: Because it wasn't like it was so, like it was so new, like you didn't, they they didn't develop a relationship with his parents, it's not like she's texting them in between time, like, it was, what, maybe four hours tops, like that they possibly could have spent time together, so... Yeah, you did get to meet them, but it's not like you know them.
0: Yeah, over the last couple of episodes, he's made it a you point. You know almost... more
1: than anything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Over
0: each
2: one-on-one conversation she maybe has. Maybe she has dirt on it. Maybe she's got pictures <laughs> of, like...
1: Maybe they did something. Him
2: and Oh, yeah, maybe. You never know. They were there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something. Maybe, uh... Damn. I hope she comes out with, like, some pictures. (laughs) Some dirt on him. Like
1: when Claire dropped the ball that her and Juan Pablo did do things. Yep, that it did happen. I was like,
2: what? After all that, like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, there's stuff that happens. I mean. It happens. You never know. So. I just Uh,
1: cannot wait for the tell-all. Like, that is going to be the best night.
0: If you're going to put a gun to my head, Chelsea is my winner pick right now. There's a couple others. Oh,
1: wow. That are.
0: Um, I I think that this is where some editing comes in. It's like obviously Ari is older and he's gonna say things like I want to settle down and this and that and whatnot. But not that he has to prove anything to anybody by doing this. But she is the only mother of the group, and he is intrigued uh, by by um, her son. And he even told Chelsea that uh, the couple other women that he's dated since I'm the bachelor, bachelor, bachelor have I'm had bachelor. children as well and so it i think it's one of those things where if they can keep this this chemistry that they that they're developing going i, I think this could be the one and i think chelsea early on got airtime for being the possible villainous Uh, but now it seems she's kind of tapered off of that a bit, mostly because of Crystal being so over the top, but it also has given us a chance to see Chelsea as more of a viable... uh... More of a real person. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to not put out my predictions because I... (laughs) I have read spoilers, so
2: I'm going to go ahead and
1: be quiet.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that, Chelsea. (laughs) Oh,
2: interesting. There are a couple others, I think. Now now I'm going to not cut you off J.D. really quick. But she did. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I did that. I I smell it. Sorry. But it happened. (laughs) (laughs) The first, I wonder, I'm trying to look it up. I can't find it. Maybe Chelsea, you know. Yeah. So you said Chelsea to win. Has the first impression Rose ever won The Bachelor? Yes, Ooh. multiple times. So who? Um, it right now. Me, I believe Lauren it. B. Top,
1: Lauren B. from Ben's season.
2: Oh, Ben, I, did she get the first impression I Rose?
1: believe... Oh, wait. Was Olivia Caridi on Ben's season? Oh, my gosh. They all, like, meld into one, you know? <laughs> I've well. been watching this for so long. But, um... But... Uh, okay. Caitlin and Sean... Caitlin. She was the Bachelorette the and she the gave bronze. Sean. Sean, the Sean won. So yes. Sean won. Okay, so that's it for sure. Um
2: uh, now you may consider this winning or not winning, but do you remember who Ben uh you remember who Nick gave his first impression oh, those I was to Well Rachel
1: Oh. And then she get, became. So
2: she won. <laughs> well, she, she won she, she, by she, not getting Nick and getting her own yeah, bachelor's season. Yeah. So essentially she won, But yeah, but she was that. But pick.
1: yes, first impression roses, they have. Um,
2: Sean gave Catherine first impression rose.
1: Okay, yeah. And they are on with, married with a uh, second
0: baby yeah, on the just, way. Yeah, just had a. That's funny. You know what? I didn't even. Honestly, I didn't even take into consideration the fact, or at least that specific, that she got the first impression rose. I just know from their chemistry and how he's been intrigued by her. This
2: entire time. And probably my favorite bachelorette, JoJo.
0: Was she?
2: Gave Jordan, who oh, I yeah. despise. <laughs> How <laughs> could you not talk to Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I don't think there's anything Aaron Rodgers... I'm not even a Green Bay Packers fan. There's nothing Aaron Rodgers can do to me to make me not want to talk to him. <laughs> and he's your brother. I have my own thoughts about Jordan why he won the show and what he's using it for and whatever. But, but yeah, so it has happened um, a couple times, at least four now. To where the first impression rose wins
1: yeah.
2: the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Um, so it is a big deal. They've also all, all gone really far. It's very rare that a first impression rose doesn't go pretty far. Um, so that, that means a lot. You know, we talked about that in the beginning, putting a target on yourself. But, again, that's a big deal because you did make that first impression on that person. They're always going to remember that in their season. So, Yeah. Uh, JD going with uh, the impression rose to win. Yep. I am. <laughs> I um, yeah, we'll see. I think Lauren B wins, but I also think if she doesn't, she's going to be the Bachelorette. Um, I could see Tia definitely doing it. Tia would make a good one. Um, she has all the qualities for it. Um, we shall see. We'll see. We still
1: have we still a lot of a lot of weeks for other silent creepers to you know show their... <laughs> Show her true colors,
2: All right? Just to throw around throw girls. down was she from season episode one. What's happening? Where is this person yeah. coming from? You, where That's did bad. you come from? <laughs> <laughs> you been asleep every day? I I know. Um, so Are you we, production? Yeah, right. We're in week five. has just aired. Um, we've got a couple weeks, and we'll be back to kind of wrap it up. But again, if you have any questions, any comments, get at us. Uh, we each post on our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. Feel free to comment on that. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, not for The Bachelor I think I've I think I'm good alright so as I showed in next week they will be going to Paris Pally and I'm excited um, I, again it's, it's if these girls haven't fallen for him yet they're gonna go to probably the most romantic city in the world um, besides on occasion San Dimas um, and we'll see what happens
1: wait I do have one thing Tia is the only person who so far has told him to his face right that she is
2: falling in love with him Nobody said that. I'm Tia right said it on
1: her one and one. No, so, she, I'm saying no, on yeah,
2: nobody else has mentioned anything. So,
1: how many in Paris are we going to get mm. all? Oh, of
2: them? <laughs> over under on the L word in Ooh. Paris. I'm going to say three. Okay, three over under is three. Okay, so let's say three is a push. If two girls say it, I I'm going to go with the. We won't count, count
0: Tia again. She's you? already she's already said it. So we're not going to count Tia if she's right. So out of the other nine, So how
2: many more say it?
0: Right. I like you. So, I
1: like the three. I think that's safe.
0: So we're counting. What I'm falling for you. Or love, I'm falling
1: for the, I'm, you. Or do they have to use the L word? I'm because she straight up said I'm, I'm falling, falling love in love with, with, you. with you, and he's all you, you, gotta you gotta have to L look word. at me when yeah. you
2: say it. You're I'm in all, Paris. So. You got to use the L word. No, that's falling shit. Or vulnerable. <laughs> or or, it's the, city or of, it's the city of love. It's the city of love. I want the L word here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: or I'm starting to. No, you already know. If you're if you're voicing it, you already know. You know so.
0: You have to... Okay.
2: You're top ten. You fucking use the L word. L word. <laughs> if you want to get into that. You're top ten. Yep. Now is go Gary bigger, Paris. go home. Yeah, Make it
0: uh, count. Yeah. Well, definitely. I'm going to say Crystal definitely will probably definitely definitely will say probably. it. Well, definitely probably. Definitely
1: probably. Definitely
0: maybe. <laughs> yeah. Crystal will say it. I'm sure of it. Um, other ones I could see saying it. Becca. Kendall. Becca. Kendall, Becca K, both Beckas, really. Yeah, have both
1: Beckas have something. I like think going Becca K
0: is a, is another one that's that's a strong possibility to make it to the end if mm-hmm. not all the way. Um,
2: Jacqueline's a dark horse, right? Because I didn't like, know
1: she, she existed until right.
0: <laughs>
2: she's yeah. literally a dark horse yeah. because she, the on, only time she's on TV is during the Rose. Morgan Towns, oh, you got to step it up. West Virginia, you got you got to step it up.
0: Um, we'll see what happens. Man, I feel. For someone like C N, like she doesn't have a lot of screen time, but when we do I think see have her, like they had a good like, connection. That's a good, right? yeah. Yeah. Man. That's a good date.
2: That's a really good date.
0: Man, I'm, I'm with you. Like around that number, it's just I can't pinpoint like which three it probably will be. But three is a three's a nice number. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll say the over though, just to be. Bonus contrary. if one girl says it twice. <laughs> Ooh. You're in Paris If one girl can say it twice, that'd be fantastic. Um, I'll give him a bonus point if he responds with, "Well, I really like you." That would be really cool. Or
1: I'll walk you out. Yeah. Let <laughs> so,
2: uh, yeah. me walk you out.
0: <laughs> All right. So three is the number to go with. Uh, check back in, in a couple weeks, see, uh, see if our predictions came true.
2: Very big thank you to Chelsea uh, for helping us out and coming on this podcast with us and giving us a fantastic point of view. Uh, hopefully you're back on our next one, and we'll keep it going.
1: Thank you for having me. Love being here.
0: Awesome. Once again, we are on Twitter at this WK Game Shows. Uh, use the hashtag Twigs for this weekend game shows. Uh, you can use the hashtag Reality Rundown as we talk about The Bachelor and The Amazing Race. And coming up is Celebrity Big Brother. We've got the challenge that we're going to talk about soon. Survivors coming back in a couple of weeks.
2: We've got a winter episode coming up uh, that's going to air, I guess, during the. Uh during the Winter Olympics for ABC Bachelor Winter Games that's coming up. So we'll definitely recap some of those and uh, see what happens with those fantastic little uh, tidbits of Winter Olympics and reality shows. They're getting kind of thrown into that mix.
0: Yes, we also just created a Facebook page. It's still pretty empty because it was just created, but you can search us at This Week in Game Shows if you're on Facebook. Uh, Once again, on Twitter as well, or you can hit me up on Twitter at... James Dallas Lape. That's L-A-P-E. Thank you, Chelsea. You're welcome. Thank you, Adrian. Always. Once again, I am two-time game show loser, J.D. Lape. Thank you for listening in, and we will see you next week. Later, guys. Or I will see you on another time.